today I have another interview for you, and it's with one of my favorite people, Melissa Reynolds. She runs an amazing photography business called M. Kate Photography, but what I don't think she realizes is that her gift is so much bigger than photography, and this chick has five kids, five and under. I mean, she's fucking magic. You know, it took taking away everything that I had for me to realize what is at the core of my business and what I truly desire in life, and that is connecting with people, inspiring them to feel amazing and take fun, beautiful pictures. Welcome back to the show. So today I have another interview for you, and it's with one of my favorite people, Melissa Reynolds. She runs an amazing photography business called M. Kate Photography, but what I don't think she realizes is that her gift is so much bigger than photography. I just love her fucking energy and her ability to just show up no matter how fucking messy life gets and just always just be there. And she's got such a loving heart and such a unique energy. And I mean, I don't even need to say it here because I just fucking profess my love for her through the whole interview when you check it out. But this interview is interesting to me and actually holds a little special place because we recorded it prior to the quarantine. Well, our first interview we recorded prior to the quarantine. And then I finally got the guts up to reach back out to say, hey, I just don't think that interview of like you and what your business looked like before this is really going to serve either one of us. We're both really authentic people. Um, we both like to just like say exactly what we're thinking. So I asked her, could we go ahead and record? Because she's doing some really cool, new, interesting stuff right now. Obviously, photographers aren't creating all these photo shoots live and in person right now. So I just wanted to let her have the opportunity to share those stories on the podcast and connect with her again and just kind of go through that journey of like, how did she get there? And like, what happened once you have this one project that you're working on and then your business takes a completely different fucking turn and you have to regroup 100%. So just thought it was a great opportunity to share that story and just kind of share the mental game struggle that we all go through, you know. Everyone's so connected, whether you're a photographer, whether you still have your corporate job, whether no matter what the fuck it is, whether you're teaching at home, like everyone's so much more connected than ever. So it's a really fun episode. Um, we just chat and we talk about all the cool things and I hope you guys enjoy it. I think Melissa is an amazing photographer. And she's so gifted. She's based out of Montana. Like, I really wish she lived by me so I could do more work with her. But she's a huge body positivity enthusiast. And her goal is to really just make women feel beautiful and alive during their photo shoots. And this chick has five kids, five and under. I mean, she's fucking magic. I don't know how she does it all. But in this podcast, she kind of just lets you in like, it's just messy. I just show up and I just do all the things. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm super, super pumped today. I have one of my favorite people in the world on the podcast with me and I know you guys are going to love her just as much as I do. 
It's Melissa Reynolds from M. Kate Photography. Thank you so much for being with me today. Yes, I'm excited. I'm kind of glad we got to do, I don't want to say a redo, <laughs> but a more relatable topic for this time. <laughs> yes. So that was my next thing I wanted to bring up was that Melissa and I actually met back in February at this amazing women's conference and we just hit it off and we have a lot of similar qualities like in our need to be vulnerable and authentic and we actually recorded an episode and I know the date because I'm weird like that is it was March 9th and then on March 11th coronavirus was um, named as a pandemic that day so we recorded it and then I sat on that episode because I was like, it just doesn't feel relevant. And I just didn't feel like I was being true to myself or to you to release that. So I'm so glad that we get to meet again to do a redo. Yes, ma'am. I felt the same way. I, I see that come up a lot in my life when I feel like something isn't right. I feel like a big resistance in a different way than like normal resistance. Yes. And it's usually my heart saying, okay, you're not into this right now. And so therefore it's not going to come off authentic when you post or release. So I'm glad that you, we touched base and I have something I think a lot more relatable to people right now. So it'll be, it'll be exciting to talk. I know. I'm super excited. So before we jump in to some of the new stuff that's going on, I did want you to just like kind of open up with like your story. Mm -hmm. Obviously you're an amazing photographer and I just want you, you to kind of like walk us through it a little bit. <laughs> Why you're so drawn to photography and why it's so magical for you. Yeah. So I have been a photographer in June. I believe it will be 12 years that I have been doing this as a profession. And yes, like when I first started, I had like 10 million jobs, but now this is what I do. Um, I also am a mom of five little children. My oldest is five and my youngest is, um, going on five months. So we have kind of a crazy life and I feel like I've accomplished a lot in a small amount of time, <laughs> but on the day, like when I look back on it, I'm like, wow, I've done quite a bit, but in the daily, I often feel that I'm not doing enough. And that has been like part of my story is feeling like I've never been enough. I'm not doing enough. And, um, I've really used photography to work through that belief of this being enoughness because I was born enough. Um, you know, you just have to be able to be humble enough to eat that humble pie and let that five minute morning workout be enough. You have to let that, you know, a five minute, um, meditation be enough. You have to let that, you know, um, just that little tiny webcam shoot be enough. Um, and so that's what brought us here to today is just, you know, being enough and letting yourself feel that and still stepping up to the plate, even though you feel like you can do more, but oh. it's, yeah. So it's so good. And it's so funny. What I love about this is this morning I did find some time to meditate and you will never believe the meditation I was doing today or listening to was all about being enough. Like so right on time. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so beautiful. I love it. So let's talk about that a little bit. You talked about, well, first let me just give you a moment of silence for having fucking five kids because I don't know. 
And I love your Instagram and it's so fun and it's so funny and everybody should go check you out. I just love, I always look forward to your posts when I see them pop up. Like you literally crack me up and you are more than enough. Like you are enough for like 10 million people. Like when I watch that and I think, oh my God, and she has a baby. And here I am with two kids who are plenty old enough to do everything for themselves and I feel, and we all play that game, right? Like, and I'm like, oh my God, I yeah. can't even get on Instagram and show up today, but you are just amazing to me. And like, I really, really am inspired by you. And I just really love your approach. Like with, you always have this like really good sense of humor and this fun. And I really love all the stuff you're doing on Instagram to just like kind of promote that and kind of just show who you are. So just thank you for being you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You gave me, if you could have seen me on video, I was over here like uncomfortably um, excited. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. I know that you're doing so much more than enough, but you'd mentioned let those webcam videos or photo shoots be enough. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how things looked maybe before and then how things are looking now and what that feels like and what that is for you. Yeah. So when we first talked, I was on here just on my soapbox talking about taking a stand for the relationships that you want in your life and specifically the mother daughter relationship, because what I had going on was I was booking mother's day photo shoots, nurturing your adult relationship with your mom. Well, now that you know, we're in different phases of reopening the economy or whatever. It looks different everywhere. I just also felt very unauthentic putting that content out there at that time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, Melissa way back when, like, you know, maybe like a year ago (laughs) would have said, well, I'm just not going to put anything out. Mm -hmm. And I think I had that week of sorrow at the beginning of this. Because I was like, what's going to happen? And I was very up in my head, but I was also like, I'm just going to kind of take a step back and not overindulge in anything and just really mourn like where I'm at right now. And um, so then I kind of, and I didn't know what to post. So I kind of went on hiatus for a week and I normally would beat myself up over that, but I've kind of, you know, working through this being enough, I just let it be enough. I was like, it's enough that I'm showing up for my family and my kids right now, because that's where my number one priority and values is, is taking care of me and my kids and my business is, you know, third on that. And my whole life, I've always put my business first. So it's really interesting. Um, (laughs) when you start putting your values in line of where you want them to be. I know it's, it's quite uncomfortable, but, um, <laughs> very freeing at the same time. Yeah. So I, um, and I started getting back on and I was like, well, what can I do? Cause I, I'm a small business owner. The reality is, is I still have to make money. You know, I still have to pay bills. Like it, it's with five kids, our grocery bill of all of us hanging out at home was uh, huge. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I need to be able to bring in some sort of income. What can I do that is, oh, and I've learned to say, what can I do that is coming from a place of service and not fear? Mm, that's beautiful. And yeah, and I've learned that it's a lesson I've learned over and over and over again. And then when I think I have it down, I have to learn it yet again. Mm-hmm. So I, I realized, I found there's this photographer that I have followed for a while now, uh, 
probably like the funniest personality ever. And she was offering webcam photo session course, like how to. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need this. And so I bought it because a week before I bought that course, my husband's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I'm probably going to, do you think maybe I can shoot through the webcam? And we both laughed. But secretly I was thinking, how am I going to make this happen? And then because I already like opened myself up to that thought, here, this beautiful course landed on my plate. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And the crazy thing about this is I'm going to talk about the mental game a little bit, because before I started working on myself and my beliefs and my thoughts, I would have said, well, I'm not the one who created that course. So therefore I cannot serve because this isn't mine, my own mm-hmm. idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did this a lot in my business back in the day of like people stealing my ideas or or stuff like that. Right. Yes. And then I wouldn't even show up to the game because someone else did it first. And, um, I, (laughs) it's kind of, um, scary putting myself out there of how my brain actually does work, but I don't think I'm the only one in that thought. Right. Not even close. I'm sitting here. I play that game every day, every day. Yeah. You still play it. Even Mm -hmm. like, even though I have learned to master it in some aspects of my business, I still do it in my personal life, even with my husband. (laughs) Like I'm like, Oh, he did. He he figured this out first. He's better than me. You know, we compare all the time. And when you're comparing, you're really not coming from a place of service. Because um, service is life-giving, service is rejuvenating. And when you really look at what you're doing in your business, you have to say, would I do this um, whether I'm getting paid or not? And I was like, heck yes, but I have to make money in this and um, I'm going to charge for it. I think that was probably the hardest hurdle in this pandemic is letting myself answer that question for myself. Am I going to charge or not going to charge? And letting myself own up to what I wanted. And I was like, well, I need to keep my business going because I want to serve people. Yeah. So that was a big hurdle as well, because I know that there was also a lot of people out there doing the same thing I was for free. And I kind of had my aha moment. Um, that Facebook live that you talked about that I posted was, you know what? I have to let this be enough. I have to stay true to what I need And if it's something I need, I know other people will need it too. And I'm allowed to, um, to serve with this webcam session for X amount of dollars, because what I give people isn't a product. And I saw a lot of photographers not charging. And I'm not saying this is the reason that they weren't charging is because the quality was so bad, but, um, the quality of the images, because the main question I got was, well, how do you deal with the quality? And this was from other photographers, And they're like, well, how do you justify the quality on this? People can't print them. Um, Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, whoa, it is insane to me that people in my industry were discounting this amazing service that we could give people because it wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. Especially when we live in a world right now that's so digital based and our only form of connection is digital. Yeah. So why not? But I yeah. I love what you were saying about the grapple between charging and not charging. And one thing that I had worked on, like all these things, right? You're always working on them. But one thing that really struck me a couple months ago when I was doing some work on like asking for help and, you know, doing things like that and put your, putting yourself out there is 
by offering a service and it having a dollar amount attached to it, you're also giving someone else the opportunity to serve you. And right. Yeah. By letting me say, Hey, (laughs) Melissa, I want to sign up and do a webcam session with you because a, it's going to be amazing because you're amazing, but also B, I get to support you and your business. Mm -hmm. So now I'm actually getting to return that service back to you. And I thought there was so much power in that. It's like, you have to be vulnerable enough also to let other people serve you back. And sometimes that is by paying for your service because your service is quality and people need it. Yes. Yes. And I, I, it's funny that you said that because I feel like I had just learned this too. Like I had my aha moment with how people serve me was at the women's um, conference that we went to because I had so much shame about receiving money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks different for everyone. Like sometimes you could receive it, but then you spend it right away. Right. Yeah. So y- you are uncomfortable having money as well. So it's, it's crazy because when you look at it as of um, a point of these people, this is the only way they can thank me for my service right now too. Yeah. And they're happy to do so. They're not sitting over there saying, no, I don't want to. If they didn't want to, they wouldn't have signed up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I think I saw a lot. I, I was kind of sad because I saw a lot of people maybe shy away from doing something like this, or at least even charging for doing something like this, because it wasn't a good enough quality. And I was like, what you give people is an amazing experience. And the photos are amazing quality. Can they be printed? No, but they could be posted. Oh yeah. Like, and they look beautiful. Um, so it was just really changing my mindset around that and mindset around what I could do, because I could tell you right now too, like, even though photography will always be a part of my life, if I was to do these webcam sessions for free, I could totally tell you that I would have overbooked myself and I would have felt more drained Mm, as well. That's a really good point. Like money helped me. Um, and it's not like I was charging a huge amount of money. It was like, Uh, like 50 bucks, you know, it was like an amazing flash sale deal and it sold out. So it is what it is, but, um, it, it just held me accountable to setting my boundaries too, of how many sessions I realistically could do and honoring the time to get people their photos as well. I think it's amazing. I think like I, I really resonated with what you said in the beginning is like that first week of pandemic quarantine life, there was this huge amount of sorrow. And I think a lot of people really resonated with that. And for anyone who's not like directly impacted, and I talk about this like a lot on my podcast, like I'm not in the healthcare industry. I don't personally know anyone who's been like affected physically with the virus or things like that. So Mm -hmm. for me and for anyone else who kind of lives in this space, I think for us, it has been fucking self growth on steroids. Yeah. (laughs) And you've had to dig deep because all my shit came up. Like every issue that I've ever dealt with in 40 years came up and was like, here you go. Time to figure your shit out, bitch. And I was like, what? I didn't ask for this. And I just think it's, there's a lot of, my point is like, there's so much beauty. I think that's really going to come out of this, even though it's such a sad thing and a a weird event, but like everyone always says, you know, out of the dark always comes to light. And just like listening to you talk and hearing like this growth and this just new way of working through stuff. I just think there's just a lot of beauty in it. And I'm just really proud of you 
for figuring it out. And like you said, creating these new boundaries and you're really just learning so much more about yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so different for everyone, what they're going to get out of this, but if you're willing to step up to the plate, you're definitely going to be able to see what it is, the lesson that you're supposed to be learning. Like for me, I think the big lesson was, is I really am excited to serve people. And I know that my service helps people. Like every call that I got off of with my webcam stuff, I felt before the call, it was funny before the call, it was like, Oh, I have so much to do. Oh, I have so much to do. I hope they cancel <laughs> or reschedule. Right. <laughs> I feel like and that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. And this happens like in my everyday too, like for sessions. But then by the time the session is over, I have this like aliveness. Like I feel like I can clean my whole freaking house. Like, like it is an energy life. shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A huge energy shift that happens within that point. So what it tells me is that I am following what I'm supposed to do in this world because it gives me purpose. It gives me a sense of energy. It doesn't drain me. And it also gives that to the people I work with, the sense of beauty in a way and um, confidence. It's kind of like exercising in a way, you know, like usually you're dragging yourself to get there. And then by the end of it, you're like, I'm amazing. (laughs) Yes. I I play that game. I did that on Tuesday. I had a podcast interview and I was like, maybe they'll cancel. (laughs) And then I did Mm -hmm. it. Amazing. And afterwards I was like, I'm amazing. Life is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so many of us will give into that. We won't do the hard thing. We'll, you know, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you in the very first years of my business, I would reschedule all the time because I just didn't feel like shooting at that Mm -hmm. time. Who was that person? And I really see that it was fear of succeeding. It wasn't that I didn't want to do it. It was my belief system holding me back. Oh my God. I love that. I think one of my biggest aha moments in life, I will never forget where I was, was the moment I realized that a lot of my fear isn't rooted in failing, that it's mostly rooted in success. Yeah. And I would quit 10 times every summer because I'd be like, I can't do it. And so then I was so comfortable, like, um, pouting and running in the house and and not showing up. And then, you know, um, but Something that I noticed in my past, even though I really was comfortable failing, I actually show, kept showing up. Mm. Um, and I'm thankful for that quality um, that I've had. Even though it's been uncomfortable, I, I do keep showing up. It may not be um, when I feel like I should have or whatever, but I realize that um, it's been more consistent. Now that I've identified that belief, now... I show up more consistent and I push through a little faster. That's so awesome. I love that. So I have to ask though, are you still doing your webcam sessions? So they're sold out right now. Um, I'm going to be opening it back up. I think I'm going to do one more round. My husband is, so since we live in this time of uncertainty, my husband um, thankfully is able to go back to work uh, this week. So that was such a blessing. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I have webcam sessions that sold out. So now I got to figure out what to do with my kids while we're there on the webcam. (laughs) That's going to be fun. (laughs) So it, it, and I'll figure it out. Like Melissa a while ago would have just canceled them because it would, I would have just not showed up to the race and said, I can't figure it out. But, um, something funny happened. We had a, 
webcam session yesterday. And this girl, like the, I've had a mix of what people want. Some people have been doing them with their kids. Some people have been doing bedroom boudoir. Some people have been doing some lifestyle stuff. And the girl yesterday, she was doing some lifestyle stuff in, um, one of my kids woke up from their naps and I, and then she switched to boudoir. Right. <laughs> and one of my kids woke up and of was course. like, Hey, what are you doing mom? And I'm like a guiding her. And then all of a sudden I see this little head behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> and we just all started laughing because it was just funny because I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. And that's one thing I think I'm starting to love more and more as I move into this is like, and I even messaged you yesterday. and was like, I'm really messy right now. And I just kind of really love that because I feel like it is so much more authentic than where we've been as a culture recently. And I do have kids and I do, especially like right now, like for me, like in my uh, corporate job, like everyone's working from home and you see everyone in this completely different life and it is messy. My kids are going to walk in when I'm on a conference call with the CEO and ask me a stupid ass question. (laughs) It is going to happen. And like, it's so real life. And I think people are just appreciating that more than ever. And we're like, Oh, everyone is like me. And I think it's just building so much more community that we've really, really had started to lose. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because we've always put the, our relationships in little boxes of what we've known, right? Yes. Give them your analogy on this. Hold your, on. What is my analogy? Your what waffle. Yeah, sorry, your waffle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so um, I am like a pancake. I am not a waffle. So um, waffles compartmentalize the syrup and pancakes, just the syrup goes everywhere. And that's me. That's my life. Like whatever happens in my business overflows to my family life in some way, shape or form and vice versa. You know, you can't compartmentalize all that. Yes. I love that. And I love, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but as soon as you said that, I was like, yes, we have to talk about waffles. (laughs) Yeah, no. And you know, um, it's funny because people, I, I heard this before men are like waffles. Women are like pancakes. Yes. Because men are more, and I wouldn't say they're, they're always like this, but they're more able to say, this is work stuff. When I'm home, it's not going to affect me. Yes. But women, it's like, you know, and I think throughout this whole thing, I've really learned that me and my husband can communicate amazingly. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I think like I might even cry about this, but I have seen a man that I have never seen before. And it's not this man who stepped up with his knight in shining armor to take care of our family. It's this man who's been vulnerable enough to, you know, sit with his wife and help her fill out unemployment, (laughs) you know, um, this man who's gotten up at 5am to help me figure out a budget for my business. Um, this man who's taken the kids for me when he didn't have to, because I was having a bad day in a way of like, you know, not feeling like I could actually like give the attention that they need, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that realizing that it kind of took this to really propel us forward in that sense. Um, and all that has led up to this has prepared me for this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just seen so many people step up in the most extraordinary ways, even on the webcam stuff, you know, it took taking away everything that I had for me to realize what is at the core of my business and what I truly desire in life. And that is connecting with people, inspiring them to feel amazing and take fun, beautiful pictures 
and let themselves have permission to put on that lipstick and get on that fun outfit and do a webcam session with me while your boyfriend holds the phone for us. Yes. I love <laughs> you know, it. it's, it's stuff like that, that, you know, a lot of times we don't show up for the race because we say, oh, I really need to get this done first. But sometimes you have to reverse engineer and actually give yourself the permission to be enough in that moment to enjoy something and then go unload the dishwasher, you know? That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. That was back to your famous Facebook Live (laughs) video when you were talking about that, about like showing up for the race or not showing up for the race because you didn't feel like you were perfect or you weren't ready enough. Yeah. It's so true. And I don't think there's a woman or man listening to this podcast that has not felt like that or does not struggle with that currently. And that was just, that spoke to me so deeply. I was like, Oh, that's so true. That's so me, especially right now during this pandemic, like I've pulled back and on myself so much. Now I've done some amazing reflection, but like, I was like, I'm not going to show up because I'm not enough and I can't, you know, I'm not inspired. Yeah, it's not perfect. It's I'm not inspired. It's not good enough. And I just like, it's so funny because I'm such a visual person. I just had this visualization of me, like, you know, I have like this tightness in my throat and in my chest. I'm sitting here with my hands opening open with nothing in it, but like hypothetically, it's like what I can give the world. And I'm just like, this, I'm showing up (laughs) crying because I don't feel that it's enough, but I know that it is for someone who needs what I have. And I'm just here and I'm waiting and I'm going to put myself out there because I know someone can benefit from what I can give you. And it's going to be reciprocal. And it's humbling to stand here with, you know, just imagine a little kid so God awful proud of his messy art project, but saying, please, like I have something that someone will need. I love it. I hope you love it too. But if you don't, that's okay. Someone else will, you know? Um, it's humbling because you know, you can do better, but in the circumstances, can you like, this is what I can do. And I've showed up to do my best. And that's why I love you so much. Like, I just love that. Like that takes so much courage. And like you said, it's humbling, but it's amazing. And that's what makes it so. Yeah. Yeah. It is humbling because when you're used to like a certain, and I'll go, I'll go back to money. Like money used to make me really uncomfortable to talk about, but I know I got to get through it. Um, when you're used to charging, um, you know, thousand, couple thousand for your services and you are, um, you know, charging in the hundreds now, um, to just really show up and serve. It is humbling because I would have said it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But I really had to get to the core of service and how I feel most alive. And that's when I serve people with what I can do. And hey, maybe I'm not going to be shooting $5,000 sessions right now. Maybe that's just the reality. Yeah. But show up to the race. You still got to show up. It's going to look different right now. Rules have changed. <laughs> yes, they have. Yes, they have. <laughs> so. Another thing I try to remember is, you know, especially when I pay, play the comparison game is you know what you do to others you do to yourself so what you were saying like you're showing up in that space of service for them and you're grappling with like is it worth it or not but just by like showing up and creating that space for them and offering that service for them you're really serving yourself because that's what lights you on fire 
Yeah, for sure. What have you been doing lately that has been lighting your soul on fire? I want to know, Katie. Oh, and I want to talk to you about this too. It's definitely something I want to talk about. So, I mean, I'm still been recording the podcast and things I think are really going there good. And it's like, you know, the podcast is really about like my self-awareness journey and just that journey of like a woman, right. Who just completely had lost herself. And a lot of what I think I've done over this past month is really dug into like who I am and what makes me, me outside of being a wife and a mother outside of what I do or who I serve, like what makes me, me. Mm-hmm. And I've always like struggled with that. And I've really kind of been reflecting on that. So it's been really weird for me because I'm a big, big action taker, but I think I hide behind that action sometimes. Like people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you started a podcast in two months. And I'm like, yeah, well, when you're flying that fast, you don't have to stop and think or feel sometimes, even though, please, there's plenty of feelings, but you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't slowing down enough to think like, who am I? Who am I? Who's Katie? Who's Katie? Not I have two kids and I'm married and this is what, you know, I do for a living, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like I've really been reflecting on that. And, um, I've been working with a new mentor and we've been digging into this, right. It's like really about creating this clarity around who I am. And she said like, what's something that like only you love that you kind of like do for yourself. And I was like, well, when I, um, worked out of my house (laughs) and was getting dressed every day, (laughs) I was like, I'm really into like fashion and makeup as a form of self-expression and especially lipstick. I was going to say, I hope she says the lipstick because that just inspires me. (laughs) (laughs) And I've had so much fun with that. And it's so funny because it's like, the first week I did it, so I was like, uh, she was like, then lean into that. Have fun with that. Like, that's who you are. Like, be more of yourself. And you don't have to, even if you embark on this, like, mindfulness, self-awareness journey, and you feel yourself changing and growing, you don't have to lose those core pieces that make you, you. Like, I like to cuss. I think I'm funny, my own self. <laughs> and I like to wear <laughs> lipstick. She's like, you don't have to lose that. And I was like, okay, that's right. I don't have to. And, um, so I've been leaning into that and it was so funny because the first day I posted my first picture was like, I think right when I started seeing stuff about, I was thinking about you and I was like, God, I have been sitting on this episode and I really need to reach out to her. And then I was like, she's doing this new cool webcam stuff. And then I didn't even have this thought until last week. I was like, Melissa needs to help me do some really cool webcam photos for my (laughs) lipstick post because I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yes, yes. And you know what's funny? When you said the lipstick stuff, so I'm going to go deep with this again Yes, because I'm a photographer and I think ahead of things um, because it's happened in my own life. I think of Katie, like, um, when you are this old, old grandma, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to think of, and I, this is, this is deep. Um, so, and a little dark. So when you are passed away, I really hope at your funeral and I know actually they're going to say, God, do you remember Aunt Katie and her lipstick? Do you remember yeah. that? And everyone is just going to smile and laugh. And everyone at your funeral is going to be wearing bright, beautiful lipstick because mm. that's who you are. And it brought so much joy. Like I, I know you, but I don't know you a ton. And your lipstick posts bring me so much joy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like I love your lipstick posts. And so 
coming back to who you are in creativity, it's usually the simplest things that people remember about you. It's yes. usually the simplest things that inspire people. Your mentor has been posting <laughs> videos of her stirring her coffee in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's funny yes. is because I have the same tool. And I was like, when she started posting this, I was like, oh my gosh, she has the same tool I do. But she literally does this handheld video of her stirring the coffee with, um, and she takes requests for songs as she yes. does it. She posts music. And I got to request a song. And I swear to goodness, oh just I wake up and I wait for that story to see like, is she stirring your coffee and what song is playing? Yeah. So like when I also think of you, I'm like, what color lipstick is Katie wearing? <laughs> what kind of post is she going to have about this? And it's not that you're only about lipstick, but these are the fun little quirky things that really draw people in because I am also a lipstick person. I'm also a coffee person. So people can relate to you. Yeah. I know. I love my favorite pictures when I really started stalking you on Instagram. <laughs> my favorite pictures are always the ones, of course, where you have the beautiful bright lipstick <laughs> in the bathroom. And I'm like, God, I just love her because I just feel so much connection to that. Um, like that just here's me like unapologetically, like this is me. And, and that's like it, the day I met you. That's why I was like, Oh my God, she's so just herself. And I think I was so drawn to you because I, I feel like I've known myself so well. And then I'm learning that that's why I crave it so much and why I'm so drawn to people like that. It's because I've had such a hard time really letting myself express that or owning yeah. that, I guess. And like, as a photographer, this is like what we help people do. We support them in saying, no, that photo is not a crazy idea. That's a badass idea. Like, yes. let's do that photo. I mean, yesterday I had a session with a girl with a bowl of strawberries and coffee cup and dirty laundry pile doing a hair flip. And her dog, her dog's like coming in the photos and stuff. And, you know, it's really like you're the person who is just mirroring what you've always wanted your whole life. Like I've always wanted people to, um, you know, be excited for the ideas that I had. So what do I do? I give people that same gratification of saying, yes, like I'm going to help you figure out how to do this photo, you know, yes. and make it look really cool because people sometimes shy away from creativity and who they are because they're playing the comparison game. Like we mm -hmm. talked about and What's um, the hard part is being vulnerable enough to yes. let yourself be judged. And maybe some people aren't going to like it and some people are, but you yes. have to be okay with letting the other people go. So you could hug tighter to the people who want to be with you. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to have to write that down and remember that. That's so good because in what you said, like being vulnerable, like, I think that's, I didn't realize even in my marriage, I didn't realize how much I put up these walls. And even though I feel like I talk about things, I always say exactly what I think. So I always thought I was being vulnerable, but I was yeah. not, I was not being vulnerable with like who I was in my core, not just like yeah. what I was thinking at that moment. And that I think is why those posts have been so amazing for me. And I'm forced to do them in my fucking house. <laughs> with, like, 
I'm like, right? where am I going to take this picture? I only have so many rooms and <laughs> I have two kids. I mean, my kids are getting a little bit older now, but like my youngest is six. So it's like, I don't have this amazing furniture that, or, you know, cool art that I've been investing in my whole life. Yeah. To take pictures with like my peacock <laughs> picture is from Target. It's $45. It makes me happy. And I literally just bought it like a week ago because it's quarantined and it makes me smile. I love the peacock picture. I mean, I think some of it's funny, like my chickens have brought me so much joy through this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like chickens of all things. And I'm like, oh, you guys are so sweet. I just love watching you because you guys just keep going. You peck the ground no matter what, like, no and you just what. keep, keep going. You just keep going. So, I mean, it, it's, it's an amazing thing to be vulnerable. And usually you could tell if it's true vulnerability when it's so freaking hard for you to do. Yes. Like, it's so hard. And you know, it comes in, it's not always this big aha. Sometimes it's realizing like, for instance, like how you said with your husband, for me, those same moments have occurred. Like I realized that I wasn't being vulnerable by literally setting out in the sofa while he was in bed going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I decided to watch a show and then go to bed after he went to sleep. That was, I mean, for me personally, that was a way for me to avoid connecting on a deeper level, just having a conversation in bed. I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of it until, to be honest, until I worked with your mentor because I was eating a bag of Doritos <laughs> as I was doing it. <laughs> and that, in that act alone, by me changing that, I dropped 20 pounds. Wow. That's awesome. Or t not 20, 15. Sorry. I was inflating that number a little bit. <laughs> 15. But it's crazy how um, just the little acts of being vulnerable, it doesn't have, it's, it's usually not this big grand thing. It's usually a tough conversation, something really hard for you to actually do. It's usually not on a Facebook live. Like if you are a, um, if you're like you and me, it is, but for an everyday person, who, you know, is just trying to show up the best in their family. It's going to show up bigger when you're um, just being real with the people around you, you know, first and then go to Facebook live. Yes. Yes. And like Jonathan edits the podcast for me, like adds the music and stuff in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And so he's been listening, like, you know, to like my deepest thoughts because I try to be super <laughs> vulnerable. And it's funny. He's like, you're <laughs> sharing shit on this podcast. that like him and I haven't even ever talked about. So it's kind of become this journey of, you know, I'm saying something. I'm like, you got to listen to this. And after you listen to it, like, let's talk because you're, you're just going to yeah. like, hear some inner thoughts like this shit just comes out my mouth but it's weird how sometimes those people that are closest to you you're scared to even be vulnerable with them because you those are the people that you really crave like connection or validation from so much and like it's yes. scary even though they would support you the most that's another mm -hmm. game that you play with yourself yeah because so, you're terrified to lose those people so much yeah i mean those are the ones like your followers like you could lose a follower and gain 10 more the next day. It's easy. Like the most work that you and me have done that has changed our life has been with the people that are closest to us. Yes. 100%. Especially during quarantine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I do you want to add something to you? I think that that is amazing that you're letting your husband listen to the episodes because it actually takes away that barrier of why we usually don't have these conversations because usually emotion is in the middle 
and, um, you end up fighting. So you're, he's able to listen to you and then take a step back and then have a reaction. Whereas we're in the midst of usually having a conversation like this, it gets very heated. So like, it's very true. It's funny because I learned this tactic a while ago, whenever I get really mad at my husband, I'd actually sit down and write him a letter or an email Mm. and I'd send it to myself and I wasn't allowed to send it to him until (laughs) for, for like seven hours or something. Right. And, um, by the time I usually worked through it, I, I realized it was my own shit always, usually. Always. Sometimes it really was something that actually needed to be addressed. So I told him, if you see an email titled this, please read when you have time, please honor that and read it when you have time, when you're not in the middle of work or something like that, because men do not do well when you bombard them with emotions in the middle of something they are doing. Yes. No, I've learned that one. (laughs) But my favorite part about that is like in the first week of quarantine, maybe the first two weeks, if I'm being honest, like when I was just a fucking disaster. Now he could turn my own shit against me though. Cause now he was like, you're playing the victim. You need to <laughs> I'm like, okay, don't use my shit against me right now. <laughs> I know my husband has done the same thing. So South Grove does have like a catch 22 because then the people around you start learning the tactics because they're learning they by seeing And I've seen, I don't know about you. I I have seen my husband grow a lot because he's actually stepped up to the plate, but he does use my tactics now, even though he wouldn't admit that he does do it. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, we joke now, like, and all, you know, like on social media, like all the memes and it's so relatable, like being in quarantine with your spouse. Like if he breathes one more time, I'm going to kill him. Like just stupid stuff like that. (laughs) And like in that first week we joke now and he'll love it when he hears this is like, (laughs) I had one big moment and I was like, we're not going to make it. And he, (laughs) and he, brings that up all the time like joking now he was like remember a couple weeks ago when we weren't gonna make it (laughs) i have done the same exact thing i'm glad that you said that (laughs) yes i'm like stop using it against me or you're not gonna be able to edit it anymore (laughs) oh gosh well that's great oh my gosh i'm so glad i got to talk to you today no me too i was super excited when i reached out to you and you were like yes let's redo it because i just like you were saying it was a different kind of resistance like i'm totally resistant to a ton of things and like currently there's a bunch of things i'm avoiding that i know i'm avoiding because i know i'm scared of them but that one was an avoidance of like it's just not me and i know it's not Mm -hmm. you and i was like no i need to connect with her again so i was super excited but I want yeah. to do when you open up that round of webcam again, I, I want to yeah. do it with you. I want you to help me do my lipstick love post. I think it would be so, 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 so much fun. And I would love to have your support and support you back. Yes, ma'am. I will for sure. It'll, it's going to be amazing. I actually have reached out to some professionals. And so I think the one girl's doing her favorite thing about lips, like my makeup gal. I was oh doing a little God. video for my clients on like a lipstick tip and stuff like that. So oh, that yes. one will be for you. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to have to help me come up with some fun, creative stuff. And Jonathan would totally hold the phone if that's how we do right? this. You got to tell me like, where do I put the phone? <laughs> that's so funny. And a lot of my shoots, we've been, if people have ceiling fans, we've been putting me on the ceiling fan. <laughs> 
Oh my God. So I was looking at your Instagram and I was like, where the hell did that girl put her phone? I was like, Melissa, fucking genius. I said, she's totally going to do this and I'm going to not even ask her. I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. So she has witnesses and she can't not help me. <laughs> no. Yeah. We could do something totally fun and creative. And, and I will let you know first I have, it's funny because I kind of have like a little waiting list now because um, it, it's funny because I have a waiting list and You're this is amazing. something like I really contemplated doing or not. And I was like, Oh, Hey, how about that? Like, good thing I showed up for the freaking race. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's just such a fun idea. And like I said, anyone that knows you, I mean, you're just fun and like you help people really bring out themselves and see who they are. And like, that's just such a gift. And then the photography is like the side gift to like your real self. So of course you have a waiting list. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's, it's, I, I have gotten a lot of amazing things out of this whole uncomfortable season. Yes, so. for sure. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to wrap this up here, but what is the one thing, if you can leave the audience with anything, what would be your one thing? Oh, <clears throat> um, I think my one thing is going to be, if you are uncomfortable throughout this process, you need to get at the root of, if everything is taken away from you, how do you want to show up? What do you want to do? And how do you want to make other people feel? Because when you get to that, and how do you want to feel yourself? Um, when you get to that, then you can really come from a place of serving others because you realized what you need in your own life mm -hmm. in order to thrive. And the only way you're going to be able to serve others is to figure out what you yourself need so then you can give that to other people. Mm, that's so, so beautiful. You're fucking magic and I love you. And I know everyone that listens to this is going to love you and where I've mentioned your Instagram and your Facebook like a thousand times. So go ahead and <laughs> yeah. share those handles. So, um, I'm M Kate photography at gmail. I mean, not at Gmail. That's my <laughs> email. Okay. I'm M Kate photography on Instagram and I'm also M Kate photography on uh, Facebook, but there's a couple of us on Facebook. I'm just the naked girl in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Um, I believe. So it's, yeah. And I'm going to be starting a new, um, a YouTube channel. So I'm going to have an IG um, handle for that coming out soon. So it might be out by the time this is recorded, but it's going to be um, called Body Talk Confessions of a Confident Woman. Yeah. Um, so maybe check that. If it isn't on there, then I haven't. Um, been able to launch it yet but so who knows it might be done by the time we launch this <laughs> how about this after that launches and you get that going we'll do another check-in and we could talk all about that on the podcast and let everybody know how that's going because I know that would be amazing and you're super creative and I cannot wait to see what that has in store perfect yeah and if anyone has any questions be sure to just message me I'm I'm open I'm game and um, I just like I said, throughout this whole thing, I just crave connecting with people and helping um, other people feel beautiful and amazing and confident as well. So that's awesome. Thanks so much for Melissa for taking the time to talk with me today. I loved it. Yes, ma'am. You too. Um, I think my one thing is going to be 
if you are uncomfortable throughout this process, you need to get at the root of if everything is taken away from you, how do you want to show up? What do you want to do? And how do you want to make other people feel? Because when you get to that, and how do you want to feel yourself? Um, when you get to that, then you can really come from a place of serving others because you realized what you need in your own life mm-hmm. in order to thrive. And the only way you're going to be able to serve others is to figure out what you yourself need so then you can give back to other people. Mm. That's so, so beautiful. You're fucking magic and I love you. And I know everyone that listens to this is going to love you and where I've mentioned your Instagram and your Facebook like a thousand times. So go ahead and <laughs> yeah. share those handles. So um, I'm mkatephotography at gmail. I mean, not at gmail. That's my <laughs> email. Okay. I'm mkatephotography on Instagram and I'm also mkatephotography on uh, Facebook, but there's a couple of us on Facebook. I'm just the naked girl in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Um, I believe so it's, yeah. And I'm going to be starting a new, um, a YouTube channel. So I'm going to have an IG, um, handle for that coming out soon. So it might be out by the time this is recorded, but it's going to be, um, called body talk confessions of a confident woman. Yeah. Um, so maybe check that if it isn't on there, then I haven't, um, been able to launch it yet, but so who knows it might be done by the time we launch this. (laughs) How about this? After that launches and you get that going, we'll do another check-in and we can talk all about that on the podcast and let everybody know how that's going. Cause I know that would be amazing and you're super creative and I cannot wait to see what that has in store. Perfect. Yeah. And if anyone has any questions, be sure to just message me. I'm, I'm open, I'm game. And, um, I just, like I said, throughout this whole thing, I just crave connecting with people and helping, um, other people feel, beautiful and amazing and confident as well so that's awesome thanks so much melissa for taking the time to talk with me today i loved it yes ma'am you too Thank you.